Okay, guys, this is future karma coming at you. <laughs> um, at the end of the episode, I decided to just go ahead and not edit it. It's all free form. It's all good to go. So just a quick disclaimer here. It's a very active, flowing story. I talk a little bit about some serious things, then I get into a very funny story time. I hope you guys enjoy it. Fair warning, there's swearing. I know in most of my episodes there's swearing, but I just wanted to go ahead and let you guys know this is completely unedited, unfiltered, and just throwing it out there. I hope you love it. I hope that you continue to listen to this episode, and I hope you're doing well. Stay safe out there, you guys. All right, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Disclaimer over. Hey guys, welcome back. It's your girl, Karma. Thank you for trying me out again. If you're returning, thank you so much for returning. If you're new, welcome. I hope you like this. So this is actually the second time I've recorded this because the first time that I tried, I kind of just rambled (laughs) and I wasn't that into that. So I wanted to just talk about the fact that right now is super tough. I mean, everyone's having it tough, whether you're an extrovert, introvert, everyone's struggling in their own way. Some people have family that are sick. Some people are afraid of getting sick. Some people don't give a shit. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, Um, but I just want to give everyone like a reminder, you know, check on your friends. There's Zoom calls. There's FaceTime calls. There's text messaging, group texts are great, group Snapchats are great, like anything you can do to engage with your friends is great at this time just because, you know, your friends may be lonely, your friends who may not normally be lonely are lonely. It's tough for people who are extroverted who need that social time to be able to, you know, maintain the shelter in place. The other thing that I would say is I'm not a medical professional, so this is not coming from me as a medical professional, but if you can stay inside, stay inside. And don't hoard supplies you don't need. I know that this is just all over the media. Everyone knows this, but like seriously, you don't need an entire closet full of toilet paper. There are so many of us in the world who need things. There are so many of us in the world who, you know, need supplies, need food, and when we're going out and we're buying things or if we're ordering things off Amazon, like don't be a hoarder. I get it. It's scary. I get it. It's tough times. But like don't do that because you could literally be buying toilet paper that the next person in line actually needs. Like you could have all these rules at home. You don't need any more. And the person behind you is like sitting there thinking like, wow, this, you know, douchebag is buying all this toilet paper they don't even know that you have a bunch at home and then they don't have any you know so we have to keep that in mind you know and I think practicing active empathy is the most important thing let's help each other if you have extra if you have a couponing stockpile you know donate what you can be conscious of others help you know where you can um, order local food off things like Uber Eats DoorDash you know comply with the recommendations Um, practice social distancing like listen to the updates follow your cities your counties on things like twitter like get active updates be aware practice you know sheltering in place but be socially conscious like this is not like yeah it's super scary obviously duh but it's not the time to be a dick like seriously just don't be a dick and you know i'm the kind of person that's like 
I think stocking up is great. Like I stocked up on things, but while I was at the store, I made sure to be conscious of like, you know, is this something someone else may need that I already have some at home? Is this something that I need? Is this like the last one on the shelf and it's not something I necessarily need? Like I'm not saying be an enabler. I'm just saying like be conscious of others because, you know, for example, if there's five boxes of Triscuits on the display, you don't need all five unless there's five of you in your family and it's the last thing that you can eat. But like maybe take two and then get something else. Maybe take one, get something else. Like it's just super important to remember that there are other people and that while there are obviously shipments are coming in, you know, you can go back to the store. If you don't need to go, don't go. When you go, you know, practice wiping things down. Like don't, you know, go stand in line super close to people. Like be conscious of your surroundings, be conscious of other people, be courteous, all that good stuff. So with that being said, I wanted to just kind of talk about, I guess, I think honestly the most logical thing to talk about is why I haven't posted in a while. So it's been a couple weeks and I haven't posted because the last time that I tried to post, I wanted to talk about depression and some things going on with me. And it just was, like, really tough. Like, I felt very emotional. I felt very overcome by my depression. Um, And it was just tough. And I'm not the kind of person who, you know, thinks you should hold things in. Like, obviously, if you know me, you know this. Um, But I definitely think, like, if your body and your brain is telling you don't do it, don't do it. So that's why I haven't been posting because I just wasn't in a good headspace and I'm definitely like still going through it. I definitely indulged last week in, you know, drinking more than I normally would, you know, eating like snacks instead of real food, like just sort of being a sloth and slovenly. Um, and I think I kind of needed that, which I know sounds weird because it's obviously not very healthy, but I kind of needed to like do what I needed to do, get it on my system, detox on Sunday, like relax, sleep, all that good stuff. And like today I feel much better. So I kind of wrote it out and it's been a while. I think it's been like two, three weeks uh, since I last posted, but I'm proud of myself because it was the best thing for me at the time. And it's the best thing for me now to re-engage and post more. So, I have a funny story, and I think that now that I've discussed why I haven't been here, that it's time that I tell my story. So, I'm going to, like, dive right in, and then at some point we're going to take a break. We'll do our um, thank you to our sponsor, and then we'll kind of finish it up, but I'm just going to dive right fucking in this story. So, fair warning, full steam ahead. There will be swearing. There will be inappropriate things. So... If you guys remember, um, in a prior, uh, episode, there was, uh, I was talking about a guy that I'd been seeing and how he just was like, I don't even remember how I described him. The point is I was seeing this guy at the beginning of the year, like end of last year, beginning of this year, he was super selfish, super narcissistic. He would like say really mean things to me. He took things from my apartment and like, didn't give a shit about what was mine. He tried to steal my um, pills. Like I take pills for anxiety. He tried to steal them. I caught him stealing them. Um, And like 
it was like little things right like we actually physically hung out I think like only like three times and I definitely like was counting the red flags right and the final straw was when I caught him stealing my pills because that's not cool like I need them they're like I'm not just a drug addict um which I do have concerns about that with him but that's not my problem so anyway so he just did a lot of like really messed up things and so he finally like I tried to like explain to him why I didn't want to see him anymore I tried to explain to him like in the nicest way possible you're a giant narcissist you make a mess in my house and then you criticize how dirty my house is but you're not helping you disrespect my things like for example he was using like a rig to what the fuck do you call it like when you're smoking out of that thing with wax or whatever and you like have to light it he was like using my shot glass from Boston that's like a collectible shot glass when there was a perfectly good glass jar next to it that he could have used like he purposefully would do things that were just so disrespectful and like for example I had this um lighter that a friend gave me and out of all the myriad of lighters around my house like most people at some point have random lighters around their house either like for candles or smoking or cigarettes or whatever out of all of the random lighters he stole the one that was a gift from my friend that said yes all over it and he'd like specially gone and found it and like bought it for me so then I told him like you need to find it you need to give it back to me did I ever get back no of course not at one point he stole like a sweatshirt of mine lucky it was a sweatshirt that I could easily replace like I had multiple of them but even then I was like dude like you can't just steal my clothes like that's hella rude so it was like little things and then most of them ended up like coming to a head like all at once like the sweatshirt thing I was like whatever it's fine like when I let him borrow it I was like I'm probably not gonna get it back I'll make sure to give him one that like he can't you know like if he doesn't give it back I'm not gonna like be upset about it but the other stuff I was like what the fuck and that was the final straw was like when I realized the lighter was missing and then when I saw him messing with my shot glass I was like you need to get the hell out of my house like at first, I can ignore certain things. I have this little bit of enabling me, whatever. But I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. You try to steal my pills. Like, you steal other stuff from my house. Like, fuck off, dude, right? I shouldn't have to feel, like, worried that a guest in my home is going to steal my stuff, like, slowly over time, right? Like, a lighter here, $5 there. All of your medicine you need to take every day here and there, you know? So anyway, so this fucking jackass, like, I tried to explain to him what was wrong. He essentially just acted like, oh, like, you're a crazy bitch. And he had the balls, and I'm sure I've talked about this before, but he had the balls to tell me he liked me better when I was drunk. Like, just sit on that for a second. Just simmer in it. This motherfucker is such an asshole that he was telling me he likes me better when I'm drunk. Like, who in their right mind says that to someone? Oh, that's right. No one. No one in their right mind says that to someone. Like, that's, number one, that's abusive. Number two, that's disturbing. And number three, that's telling someone to, like, I don't know, go be an alcoholic. Like, what the fuck? So, at one point, I just was like, okay, I've tried to be nice to this guy. Like, we know some of the same people. I try to be nice. And I was like, fuck this shit. Like, fuck you. Fuck your life. Fuck the horse you rode in on. Like, fuck you, right? So I stopped talking to him, blocked his number, just like, at first I tried to like trail off, like I said, I tried to talk to him, I tried to trail off, and that's when I finally like said something to him again, he said the thing about like, 
I like you better when you're drunk. And I was like, fuck you. So I blocked his number. So, which by the way, I highly recommend if someone is talking to you and you find them to be disrespectful, don't ever hesitate to block their number. Like, just be done with it. Like, you can only do so much and explain to someone, like, don't be a fucking dick before you just have to, like, put that boundary up. So anyway, so this douche nozzle, (laughs) it had been, like, maybe a month and literally, like, three days before I was with some friends And they were talking about how, like, if you don't block a guy's number after you, like, stop talking, eventually they'll, like, wait a couple weeks and then they'll shoot their shot, right? And I was telling them, I was like, oh, I don't ever allow that. Like, when I'm done, I'm done. You know, like, unless it's someone I was in a serious relationship with, like, if I'm done, I'm done. Like, go away. With the serious relationship, it's obviously there's many more things that go on there. But, so I was telling them, I was like, yeah, you know, like, douche nozzle over here. Like, I fucking blocked him and I hope he never fucking tries to contact me again. So, literally, like, three days later, I get this text message, and I have that, um, I don't know if it was a default, I think I, like, I don't even know how it works, because, like, it's on my phone, but it doesn't work all the time, but anyway, so it's supposed to pick up, like, unknown senders in my text messages, so the first thing is supposed to be, like, people I know, right, and then there's the second, it's, like, tabs, when you're in your messages on your iPhone, and the second tab's like unknown messages, right? And the reason why I commented on the fact that it doesn't catch them all is like sometimes I get like these clearly spam messages and they end up in my known sender box. And I'm like, I don't know that person. I don't understand why that's not going into my unknown senders. Because the whole thing with the unknown senders is it's supposed to be people you don't know in spam. It's supposed it's supposed to pick up spam too, right? So anyway, so I get this message in my unknown senders box. And well, I got like five and (laughs) the gall of this dude, he's seriously like, Hey, it's blank. We'll call him douche nozzle for the sake of this story. He's like, Hey, it's douche nozzle. I wanted to tell you, I'm really sorry. I hope we can be friends. I almost died. Yes. You heard me correctly. He said, hello, it's douche nozzle. I'm very sorry for what I did. I hope we can be friends. I almost died. And I'm reading this and I'm like, this douche nozzle. Number one, that's hella manipulative. Number two, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I respond back to him and I'm like, whose phone number is this? Like, whose number are you texting me on? You're clearly blocked from contacting me. Whose number are you texting me on? So then he like tries to change the subject like, to how he's sorry, right? And I'm like, no, seriously, like, what, you have a burner phone? Like, what is this? And then I remembered in my head, I was like, this motherfucker always had two phones with him, and his mom at one point had sent us, like, a group text, long story, and the phone number she had for him was different than the number I had for him. And so, like, each number came up as an iPhone, right? So I was like, okay, this motherfucker has two iPhones. So one day he was in my car. Like I said, we only hung out, like, three times. So one day he's in my car and he has two phones with him. And I was like, that's really weird. Like, you don't have an actual job. You know, that would be great if you did. And one phone was for work, like, loads of grown adults. But you're a loser who doesn't have a job, doesn't have any prospects, doesn't want to go back to college, doesn't want to do anything other than get drunk and get high all the time. So... (laughs) So he refuses to tell me whose number it is. I obviously said, like, oh, this must be the second, like, number you have. At least now I know how to block your second number, right? 
But so he's, like, trying to manipulate me and talk about how, like, he almost died. And I was like, number one, how do I even know this is you? Number two, why would I care? And number three, like, if you're going to seriously text me telling me, like, oh, I almost died, like, tell me what the fuck happened to you, right? So, you know, at this point, I'm, like, slightly entertained by it. And I'm only responding because I'm like, I know I'm going to block this guy. Like, I don't want to hang out with him. I don't want anything to do with him. But, like, I'm going to give him a hard time. And granted, it was, like, late at night, too. I think this was at, like... 10 or 11 and so okay hold on we're gonna take a little break and then I'm gonna get back into this so one moment we'll thank our sponsors and then we're gonna get back into this okay so thank you for listening to that thank you as always to anchor much appreciated so this douche literally like continues to text me he's like not answering my questions he's not telling me whose phone number it is he's not being truthful He's like, oh, I was in the hospital because I have some heart condition. It's because, like, I've been doing so many drugs over the years, whatever, right? And in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, you are a psycho. Like, obviously, like, I don't even know how to address this. I am not the kind of person who thinks, like, oh, your past always defines you. But, like, bro, you're literally talking to me about this as if it's, like, normal. Like, well, you know, yesterday... I almost died in the hospital because I do so many drugs and don't take care of myself that, you know, almost died. Funny story. It's like, no, man, like, that's that's fucking weird. That's fucking weird. And riddle me this. Like, if you know me at all in my personal life, like, you know, I have a good job. I've worked very hard to have a good job. I work hard to live a good life. I you know, I struggle with things like financially sometimes because like I try to be as independent as possible. Like there are times where I rely on my parents, but like I'm out here, you know, I'm over 30. I'm out here making my money, like have a college degree, like working hard. I believe that, you know, everyone should do what they want, but the least you should be doing is contributing to society in some way, shape or form. And this motherfucker just like doesn't care. He just, like, thinks that he should live off of some, like, woman, I guess. Because, like, he would always make these weird comments to me about, like, how he had these, like, sugar mamas back in the day. And I was like, number one, I don't care. Number two, I honestly don't believe those stories. Because, like, he thinks he's hot shit. Let me just explain something to you. This man is maybe, like, on a good day. Like, when he was younger, he probably was, like, a seven, right? But after years of doing drugs and drinking too much and not taking care of yourself, like, the dude's, like, a four at this point. Like, let me tell you what. If he was not as charming as he was on our first date, like, and even then, like, there was, I just need to point this out. Like, there was a long period of time because if you know me, you know that our first date was, like, fine and then a disaster, right? Like, if you know me, you know that, like, I'm not, like, a dumbass, right? So, like, we went out, and then it was, like, weeks before I allowed him to see me again. And, like, I'd gone out of town, I came back to town, like, there was a long gap there, and it was one of those things where it's, like, literally the second time I hung out with him was because I was, like, dying and needed to go to urgent care, and, like, he has no fucking job. Like, he has nowhere to go. So, when I was, like, dude, I need you to take me urgent care, in my car, mind you, because, oh, by the way, it turns out that he didn't actually have a car. So he lied and said he did, and then it turns out he didn't have a job. 
lied about that too. Doesn't have a car, lied about that. Just like all the lies. Imagine like all of the things that you can make up. Like he falls into like all of them, right? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It's like a low point in my recent dating history. And as you know, I don't date much. But like I said, there were weeks between this. So the time that I saw him, he took me urgent care. He had to look a normal person. Like, he was sober, things were fine. Well, I think he was sober. Things were fine. He took me, he was nice. Like, things were great. Which is the only reason why I allowed him... Yeah, it was three times I've seen him. That's the only reason why I allowed him to, like, hang out with me the third time. Because the second time we hung out, he acted normal, everything was fine. So by the time the third time rolled around, and he asked to hang out, and like, like I said, there were weeks between this. I was like, sure, we can hang out. So it's like, (laughs) he seriously was texting me. And I swear to God, this conversation went on with me responding for maybe like an hour before I muted him and went to bed and didn't care. Or no, I muted him and then I went and did my own thing, right? And I didn't save his number. I didn't like do any of that because I just was like, fuck this guy. So this goes on for like an hour. And he literally, within an hour, tries to convince me to let him come over. He tries to convince me that I should let him come over because he wants to, quote-unquote, cuddle. Which, number one, I don't want to cuddle with you. Number two, don't fucking come over to my house. Number three, I'm not picking your ass up. Like, you don't have any money, so I don't know how you get here. If you went on BART, it, my assumptions are correct. You're the kind of person who just, like, jumps over the freaking BART thing and doesn't pay, which... I'm sorry, but, well, I'm sorry and not sorry, but, like, that's fucked up, right? The rest of us are out here paying hell money to ride on BART when we need to go. It's an infrastructure that we need, and your ass, who could have a job, you're perfectly fine. Like, I don't believe the story for a second that, like, he has any ailment at all, and I know his life situation. He's a spoiled fucking brat, and so he doesn't want a job. He doesn't want to go back to school. Like, he doesn't want to be a member of society. He literally told me one time, like, it may have been in this conversation, actually. It was either in our last conversation or this conversation when he unearthed himself. But, like, he literally said to me, like, oh, well, it's fine because my parents will die soon anyway, and then I'll get their money. I'm like, your parents are, like, 50-something. They're not going to fucking die soon, number one. Number two, you have siblings. Number three, what the fuck? Like, who even says that? You know what I mean? And then he was, like, bragging about how, like, oh, I'm going to get this and that when my parents die. And I'm like, you're a fucking psychopath. Like, if he ends up on the news for killing his parents, I'm sorry, but I'm, I don't even know why I'm saying I'm sorry. Like, no, I'm not sorry. It would not surprise me because the guy's fucking insane. Like, he's literally fucking insane. So anyway, so he goes from telling me how he almost died to telling me how I should let him come over And then he had the balls to ask to borrow something of mine that, like, no. Number one, no, even if we were, like, cool. No, I don't just lend out things I can't replace. And what the item was was it was something I can't replace. And he'd already taken other things that he was supposed to bring back and he didn't. And so literally, like, I was just, I said to him, I was like, who made you think? Like, who died and made you think that, like, I would hang out with you? Like, I would let you come into my safe zone. And this motherfucker texted me the next fucking day asking again, can I come over? And I was like, no. And to be fair, when this happened, um, I was actually technically quarantined because I could have been exposed to someone who 
essentially, if you know anything about this, if someone may have had coronavirus or may have coronavirus and you've been around them, right? And then you go around a bunch of people in a small area, like you should all be under quarantine until you know if A, that person that was actually exposed to coronavirus and thus you were, B, if that person you were exposed to had coronavirus, like the actual person you interacted with, and C, like you should just do it to be safe anyway, right? Because you don't want to get other people sick. So I told him too, I was like, well, hmm, here's the thing. And it's like really cute and all that you think I want to hang out with you. I was like, but anyway, I'm technically under quarantine right now. So even if I want to hang out with you, I wouldn't. And this guy literally still tried to come over. And you wonder what he tried to say to me? He was like, oh, why don't I come over and I'll help you do dishes? And I was like, number one, I know how to do dishes on my own. That's like the one thing I will say, like, yeah, you let them get backed up. But like, then I put a big load in. I wash them. Sometimes I'll do like two big loads, right? But like dishes are the easiest thing for me to clean. That's not like, you know, washing clothes, putting away. Like there's like two steps with dishes, right? You put the dishes in the dishwasher. You put the soap in. You clean them. You let them dry. You put them away. <laughs> Repeat, right? It's like, it's not that hard. And it's not like my kitchen is so vast that like it takes so much time to put things away. But he literally was like, oh, I'll come over and do dishes. I'm like, number one, I don't want you in my house. Number two, I'm not going to fucking hang out with you. Number three, I'm quarantined. Number four, you're a fucking psycho, okay? And luckily, like, it ended up being the person that, like, may have been may have exposed people like it turns out that the person he was exposed to didn't have it so like the quarantine didn't last very long it was like three or four days before we found out that we were good but then obviously then the shelter in place happened like four or five days later so anyway so the point is is like just the like I had to share the story because like okay newsflash people a if someone's blocked your number and told you repeatedly that you're a dick they probably don't want to talk to you Number two, how dare you think that you can just walk back into someone's life and just saunter in? Number three, if you're a fucking dick and you know it, clap your hands and get the fuck away from us, okay? Like, seriously, especially with everything going on, like, don't be a dick and then think you're gonna just walk back into people's lives. Like, you're on fucking crack. Like, this guy had to have been, like, actually on drugs. Like, he had to actually be on drugs. And, like, I can't get over the fact of, like, oh, wait. So, like, it's so laughable. So, like, you literally, my dog is giving me, like, (coughs) the evil eye right now. She's like, what are you doing over there? It's time for cuddling. But, like, literally this guy, like, I can't. I can't. It's just so funny to me. Because it's just like the arrogance and the narcissism. Like, just, I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I didn't even know this guy for very long. And the people that we knew in common, like, one of them is a very good friend, but like, it's one of those like seven degrees to Kevin Bacon things. Like, yeah, I want to be nice because we knew common people, but like, not enough that I was like, well, sure, like, treat me like shit. That sounds great. Steal shit from my house. Like, whatever. But, like, (laughs) it's so ridiculous. Like, get on the horse you rode in here on and fuck off. But, like, I have to just, like, I'm going to end this story there. Needless to say, I literally told him. Oh, wait. Actually, I I have more to this story really quickly before I end it. So, 
Okay, <laughs> so the game stopped being fun when I was on the phone with my coworker trying to get a project done, and he kept like FaceTime requesting me like repeatedly over and over again and I was like okay we haven't talked in weeks I clearly blocked your number and you are such a fucking prick that you think you're gonna like you think that you can just continue to FaceTime me and I'm gonna respond number one that's rude unless it's emergency and number two like no like we don't know each other well enough for there to be an emergency that you would contact me at like for example it's not like I FaceTime him a bunch of times when I asked if he would take me urgent care like what the fuck so like he just kept doing it and I was like I'm not answering this and he was like super possessive like in a crazy way too like when we were like it was like between the third time we hung out and me blocking him because it was like a period of like I don't know like a week before I finally like lost my shit and was like fuck this guy but he would like well not even that this went on like in between like at first it wasn't like obvious right and then it was like offhanded comments that I would just shrug off. And I know I sound like a fucking dumbass in this story, and I take it. I take that. You get that point for me. I was a fucking dumbass for even talking to this guy after like the first time we met. But anyway, so long story short, who the fuck would answer his FaceTime? Number one. Number two, I'm fucking working. Like he would FaceTime request me when I was working, like all the time and I would always not answer and be like dude I'm working like what the fuck and so he tried to manipulate me by being like oh why don't you ever answer me like it's so rude and like I'm like well if you ever had a real job you would know like if you'd ever had a job you know like a real job to me is like any job that requires you to do work right so like any job really if you'd ever had any job you would know this but like you can't just FaceTime anytime you want. You can't just answer the phone anytime you want. Like, it doesn't work like that. So long story short, he keeps FaceTiming me. And so I sent him a message and I said, listen, I'm going to block you again. If you continue to text me and now FaceTime me, I'm going to block you. And he literally started saying, I don't even remember what. I could go back and look at the text messages. But he was trying to guilt trip me. And I literally said, Jesus fucking Christ. And then I blocked him end of story right there but like this psychopath like (laughs) all things aside you have to be mentally unstable to be messaging someone that you like barely dated for five seconds if even considering it dated like you think that you have the right to like go use your burner phone you fucking weirdo and like message me like no number one number two you tried to steal my medicine that i need to take that's great that you could take it as a street drug or you could sell it as a street drug. But like my doctor prescribes it to me because I need it. Like, hello, hello. Like no one's going to forgive you for that. You fucking psycho. And also like (laughs) real quick here, like just any of the other things he did, right? Like any of the other things he did, like fucking psycho. So that's my story of a psycho dude that I think we like matched on tinder which by the way fun fact before I end this story I just want to (laughs) say I definitely reported him to tinder and was like this guy is a stalker and he is mentally unbalanced and he probably shouldn't be allowed on your website granted I'm sure nothing came of it but like 
I felt good doing it. I was like, this guy's a fucking psycho. Like, he's a psycho. So anyway, so that's my funny story. That's been my dating life of 2020. (laughs) Oh my god. 2020 has just been like such a clusterfuck so far. Like, I had such high hopes. But it's just been such a clusterfuck for all of us. It's trying times. Anyway, I know it's a hard time. I know we're all stressed. I know we're all... Most of us are probably not sleeping very well, like me. Um, but I'm here for you. If you guys need anything, you know, positive vibes, good vibes only, all that good stuff. Putting it out of the earth. Be conscious of others. Practice active empathy. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you got to this ending, um, I appreciate it. And I hope you come back for more. So... I'm going to do something I never do. I am just going to end this and I'm not even going to edit it. I'm just going to post it. I'm, I mean, I hope you guys find it as funny as I did recording it. I hope it made sense. Um, but I want to know what you guys think. So as you guys know, you should be able to message me on Twitter. Um, I've posted my handle before. I'll post it again in the description most likely. Um, but it's in description of old episodes, which actually, you know what? I won't put it in the description because I want you to reach out to me. So I want you to go look at the last couple episodes and listen to them because I go over my contact information. So ha ha, I got you there. Anyway, thanks again. Thanks for everyone who's returning. Thank you if you're a first time listener. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you're the psycho person that this story is about, sorry, not sorry. You're a psycho. Please seek help. Like actually on the real real you need mental health help and you should definitely go see someone. So blessings to you. I hope you find your way. I hope you find what you're looking for. Not me. Don't ever show up at my house. I will call the cops and uh, yeah, have a nice day. So yeah, if this is about you, go seek help. And if it's not about you, I love you guys. Thanks again. You'll hear from me again soon.